0: want to write a novel but not sure where to start? Grab a copy of my free story starter kit workbook by going to savannahgilbo.com forward slash starter kit. In this free multi-page guide I'll walk you through the first five questions to ask and answer before writing any story. You'll get clarity on your characters, your setting, your theme, your plot, and so much more. So one more time go to savannahgilbo.com forward slash starter kit to grab your free copy. So if you self-publish and do well, agents and publishers might come to you. This could result in a much better deal than you would get as a first-time author with no evidence of sales. So long story short, if you want to get a traditional publishing deal, this could be a good way to skip the slush pile and gain experience and grow your audience as an indie author. Welcome to the Fiction Writing Made Easy podcast. My name is Savannah Gilbo, and I'm here to help you write a story that works. I want to prove to you that writing a novel doesn't have to be overwhelming. So each week, I'll bring you a brand new episode with simple, actionable, and step-by-step strategies that you can implement in your writing right away. So whether you're brand new to writing or more of a seasoned author looking to improve your craft, this podcast is for you. So pick up a pen and let's get started. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the pros and cons of independent or indie publishing. So last week we talked about the pros and cons of traditional publishing, and this week we're going to look at indie publishing. If you missed last week's episode on the pros and cons of traditional publishing, I will put that link in the show notes for you, but it's episode number 66 as a quick reference. So I'm going to guess that you are either listening to this episode because you already know you want to self-publish, or maybe you're not sure and you're still exploring all the different options. Either way, that is okay. Today's episode will hopefully help you gain some clarity around the indie publishing process and or whether it's the right publishing path for you. So we're going to start by defining what it means to indie publish or self-publish. These two terms are used more or less interchangeably these days, so just a heads up, you might hear me use both terms throughout the episode. Now, what is indie publishing? Indie publishing is the pure do-it-yourself publishing path. So it's where you, the author, take on all the roles of and basically become the publisher of your own book. Once you have a finished manuscript, you will need to invest in a team of pros to help you edit, produce, and distribute the book. To do this, you can either work with independent vendors who charge on an ad hoc or as-needed basis, or you can work with a vendor who charges one fee to use their in-house team of pros. From there, it will be up to you via the marketing plan that you design and execute to get your book in the hands of readers. As an indie author, you will earn everything the book makes minus the costs incurred to actually edit, produce, and distribute the book. So that is the independent publishing process at a glance. And of course, there are many micro steps involved in this process, but that is a really quick overview of how it works. So let's dive into the pros of indie publishing. As a freebie for today's episode, I've put together a little one-page quiz that will help you determine the best publishing path for you and your story. If you want to download that, you can go to savannagilbo.com forward slash publishing dash path. So one more time, that is savannagilbo.com forward slash publishing dash path. And I will link to that in the show notes for easy reference as well. Pro number one is that indie publishing gives a writer total creative control. So as an indie author, you get to have absolute creative control over things like your book cover design, the interior layout, the price you sell it for, your marketing plan, and the launch date, how many advanced reader copies you send out, and things like that. You can hire a team of professionals to help you execute your overall creative vision. So editors who will help you make your story the best it can be, graphic designers who will create an amazing and genre-appropriate book cover, marketers who know how to get your book in the hands of the right readers, and even coaches who can guide you through each step of the process and cheer you on along the way. Many writers love the idea of being in control of the entire publishing process, But if this doesn't sound like fun to you, you can always try to go the traditional publishing route or explore hybrid publishing, or you can just hire out the pieces of the process that you don't want to do. So that is pro number one, indie publishing gives a writer total creative control. Pro number two is that indie publishing allows you to get your book to market fast. So it can take one to two years for a traditional publisher to get your book to market. And that's one to two years after you've spent all the time writing, editing, querying agents, you know, that whole process. So, you know, sometimes you're looking at three, four, five years from the start of a book to when it's actually in the market, which is a long time. But you can publish an ebook in a matter of days and a print book in a matter of weeks if you indie publish. So yes, you will still have to spend the same amount of time writing and editing your book no matter which publishing path you choose, but once you're ready to publish, you can upload your files to Amazon, Kobo, iBooks, Draft2Digital, Smashwords, or any other retailers like that. And then your ebook will usually be available for purchase within 4 to 72 hours. If you're doing print on demand, you can get that up within 24 hours after you approve the formatting online too. Or you can order a physical copy, which might take a few weeks, but either way, it's incredibly quick, especially when compared to traditional publishing. So that is pro number two, indie publishing allows you to get your book to market fast. Pro number three is that indie publishing lets you take home a higher percentage of sales. So indie publishing allows a writer to take home a larger share of the earnings than traditional publishing would. So typically somewhere between 35% and 75%. The remainder of that goes to the costs required to edit, produce, and distribute a book. So as an example, let's say you price your book between 299 and 999 on Amazon. You could get up to a 70% royalty on the net sales price of your book. If you compare that to traditional publishing where royalty rates average around 10 to 15%, there's a lot more earning potential when you go indie. However, indie publishing does not guarantee you will make as many sales as you would have done with a traditional publisher or any sales for that matter. The amount of sales you make depends on your genre, the time and investment you put into marketing, and sometimes just plain old luck. So that is pro number three. Indie publishing lets you take home a higher percentage of sales. Pro number four is that indie publishing can help you get an agent or a publisher. So if you self-publish and do well, agents and publishers might come to you. This could result in a much better deal than you would get as a first time author with no evidence of sales. So, as an example, consider authors like Andy Weir, who wrote The Martian. So, that started out as a self published ebook and then went into audio and eventually became a big time movie. There's also E.L. James, who wrote Fifty Shades of Grey. So, that was first self published. So was Colleen Hoover's book Slammed. There's also Bella Andre, Hugh Howie, A.G. Riddle, and many, many others. So long story short, if you want to get a traditional publishing deal, this could be a good way to skip the slush pile and gain experience and grow your audience as an indie author. So that's pro number four, indie publishing can help you get an agent or a publisher. Pro number five is that indie publishing allows you to sell your book in global markets. So in the next few years, more countries than ever are going to have access to cell phones and the internet. This means that English book sales in foreign markets are going to start to increase too. If you indie publish, that means you retain all the rights to your book and that you can put your book up for sale in other countries. In fact, even if you're traditionally published, I would go check out your contract to see if you retain the rights to sell in other countries. Many traditionally published authors have sold world English rights in all formats, but because their books are not available in most places in the world, they've barely sold outside the normal country markets. Many traditionally published authors have also sold audiobook rights, but no audiobooks have been produced. So if you're in this situation, it might be time to review your contract and maybe revisit it if you can, because let's say you have a traditional publishing deal and the publisher only owns the english rights for the united states and canada that means that you can self-publish in countries where you haven't sold the rights so just something to keep an eye on if you are traditionally published and that is pro number five indie publishing allows you to sell your book in global markets which wraps up the pros of indie publishing so let's move on to the cons of indie publishing Con number one is that indie publishing means doing it all yourself or finding suitable professionals to help. If you do choose to do it all yourself, you're going to need to master a lot of systems and processes and probably oversee a few contractors too. This all takes time and it's a lot harder than most writers realize, but that doesn't mean it's impossible. As with any new skill, it can be a steep learning curve. And it means shifting your mindset from being an author to being an entrepreneur. So once the writing is done, you're going to need to shift into editing, publishing, and marketing mode. You're going to have to find editors, cover designers, someone who can help you format your whole book into ebook, print, and any other format you want, and things like that. For many people, this is a negative because they either don't enjoy this part of the process or they just don't have the time. But if you do want to pursue the indie publishing route, I highly recommend joining the Alliance of Independent Authors, which vets companies because this will help you save some time and some stress. So I will link to the Alliance of Independent Authors in the blog post that goes along with this episode, but you can also do a quick Google search as well. So that is con number one, indie publishing means doing it all yourself or finding suitable professionals. To help. Con number two is that indie publishing means paying for everything upfront. So when you indie publish, you need to spend money if you want a professional result, in most cases. Regardless of how you publish, you're going to need to spend money on at least a developmental edit before submitting your book to agents anyway, or you'll at least be spending money on craft books and writing courses, right? Most of us do that. And this isn't necessarily such a big deal because most people spend money on their hobbies. But if you intend to make a living as an indie author, then you will need to invest money in your work and in your business. And because this requires an upfront investment, meaning before any of your book sales come in, you do run the risk of not making your investment back. However, with a well-written and produced book, plus the right marketing efforts, it's definitely possible to make your investment back and then some. So that's con number two, indie publishing means paying for everything upfront. Con number three is that indie publishing doesn't give you prestige or industry validation. When you indie publish, the only metric of success you can rely on is sales. There is no prestige or industry validation that comes from indie publishing because anybody can do it. Also, there is still a lingering stigma around self-publishing, but this is going away bit by bit, day by day. So if your definition of success is bound up with what other authors, agents, and even publishers think of you, then the indie publishing route might not be the best fit. However, like we talked about, indie publishing can help you get a traditional publisher, so you definitely have to weigh the pros and cons of this one. But that is con number three. Indie publishing doesn't give you the prestige or industry validation that traditional publishing does. Con number four is that indie publishing makes it hard to get your book in bookstores. So you're much more likely to get bookstore distribution with a traditional publisher since that's essentially their business model and it has been for a long time. This is what they're really good at, printing and distributing physical books. But beyond that, bookstores also curate the books they sell. Indie published books have not been curated in any kind of way, so bookstores understandably treat self-published books as products that have not been vetted, and they don't have the time or the business model to do the vetting themselves. Plus, bookstores do have to compete with Amazon, and many self-published authors use Amazon's services to publish their books. Because of this, bookstores are usually not eager to carry self-published books because that means giving business to and competing with Amazon. Now, that being said, there is a small caveat. It's not black and white. There are ways around this if you're going the indie publishing route. So for example, you can work with vendors that help with print distribution like Ingram Spark, or you can use the print-on-demand feature from a vendor like CreateSpace to make your print books available in online bookstores. But that is con number four, indie publishing makes it hard to get your books in bookstores. Con number five is that indie publishing limits the opportunity for literary prizes, And that is just because many literary prizes aren't open to indie authors. So if winning a literary prize or getting any kind of critical acclaim is on your wish list, traditional publishing might be the better path for you to pursue. However, just being traditionally published does not guarantee you will win a literary prize or get any kind of critical acclaim, so I'm just saying you can at least go for it if you do traditionally publish. Another small caveat here, there are definitely exceptions, but it is still rare for a indie published author, author to even be allowed to enter literary contests. So just keep that in mind if this is something that you want to go for. So that is con number five. Indie publishing limits the opportunity for literary prizes. And that wraps up the cons of indie publishing. Now here's the thing about indie publishing. It is hard work, but it can also be incredibly empowering and rewarding too. If you do go indie, you're going to learn new skills, you're going to work with professionals, you're going to make mistakes and learn from those mistakes, you're going to earn money directly from your book sales, and you're going to interact with your readers. There's a lot of positive energy in the indie publishing world, and sometimes that can propel you much further, much faster than waiting in line for a traditional publisher to notice you. I also talked about this in last week's episode, but I just want to remind you that most readers aren't going to care if your book is indie published or traditionally published. That's not how they shop for stories. What they care about most is reading a story that is entertaining and gives them a satisfying emotional experience. So, in most cases, the publisher responsible for producing a book. Only means something to authors and to those in the industry. So, I'm gonna do a very quick recap of the pros and cons of indie publishing. So, we'll just go through the pros really fast. Pro number one, indie publishing gives a writer total creative control. Pro number two, indie publishing allows you to get your book to market fast. Pro number three, indie publishing lets you take home a higher percentage of sales. Pro number four, indie publishing can help you get an agent or a publisher. And pro number five, indie publishing allows you to sell your book in global markets. Now we'll go through the cons really quick too. Con number one is that indie publishing means doing it all yourself or finding suitable professionals to help you. Con number two is that indie publishing means paying for everything up front Con number three is that indie publishing does not give you prestige or industry validation. Con number four is that indie publishing makes it hard to get your books into bookstores. And con number five is that indie publishing limits the opportunity for literary prizes. So before you make your final decision, ask yourself these two really important questions and maybe even do some journaling about it if you're having a hard time choosing. Question number one is why do you want to publish your book? And question number two is what does success look like for you? You might also want to explore the paths that exist between the indie publishing and the traditional publishing path. These are often called hybrid publishers, and for the most part, they're variations on the theme of self-publishing that give the author slightly more or less control than a true DIY option. I mentioned this in last week's episode too, but many authors use both forms of publishing for different projects. So for example, if you have a series that is traditionally published, you might have a different series or a different standalone book that is indie published. So as with most things, this is not a black and white. You don't have to pick either or. But regardless of which publishing path you do choose... Always do your due diligence and talk to other authors or industry professionals who can give you their feedback about a service or someone that you're thinking about working with before you sign anything. I also mentioned the Alliance of Independent Authors earlier. They have a great resource all about choosing a self-publishing service that's written by authors and is full of unbiased advice. They have a ton of great resources. So if you're thinking about self-publishing, definitely go to the blog post that goes along with this episode and I'll list all these resources I'm talking about at the very bottom. You can also just Google the Alliance of Independent Authors if you want to do that as well. So that's it for today's show. As always, I want to thank you so much for tuning in and showing your support. If you want to check out any of the links I mentioned in this episode, you can find them over at savannagilbo.com forward slash podcast. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to the show because there's going to be another brand new episode coming out next week. If you're an Apple user, I'd really appreciate it if you took a few seconds to leave a quick rating and review. Your ratings and reviews tell iTunes that this is a podcast that's worth listening to. And in turn, that helps this show get in front of more fiction writers just like you. So that's it for today's show. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, happy writing.